Information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast, the 99th episode, the episode before the episode that is the episode, you know, that one, yeah, like, you know, yeah, it's, this is the four-player episode, next week is the, the one, you know, like, yeah, it is, <laughs> I'll be telling you later on how you can help me make the nine, the hundredth episode, totally awesome. The name is Larry. You listen to the Criticast, and this week I'm going to talk about uh, the implications of the Paris attacks. Yeah, the tragedy that was horrible. I'm going to have a commentary comment on that, and then later on, Lobola repayment. Is that some? Is that a thing? Can people demand that Lobola comes back? Some cultures actually have that, but uh, we're going to unpack that and get your comments in on that. But uh, to start off this week, I'm going to start off with some really sad news. Uh, Jonah Lomo, a rugby legend, world rugby legend, or Blacks legend, um, yeah, he's unfortunately passed away on uh, Tuesday. Uh, he apparently had a heart attack in his sleep. Uh, yeah, so sad. So yeah, he passed away. Uh, for me, Jonah Lomo was more than just a rugby player. He was just an amazing human being. Um, person who made us dream and in 1995 that's when he got di- diagnosed with this uh, rare kidney condition and uh, that was the year that he it, you know he was like super awesome uh, in as far as the rugby game was concerned and at the World Cup in South Africa lost in the final uh, to that amazing tackle by Schuster van der Feestes and uh, yeah you can remember that one yeah total hit but yeah rest in peace John Alomo rugby's first ever global superstar yeah and other news that happened this week, uh, Charlie Sheen came out and revealed that he was HIV positive. Uh, that wasn't the big story. The big story was how ignorant America is about uh, HIV. You get people, yeah, he, he says he's got undetectable levels of HIV, which means that the, the, what you call it, the chances of him transmitting are pretty low and that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, the newspaper is like, he's got AIDS. No, he doesn't. He's got HIV, which could result in AIDS. Uh, you get newspapers saying it's because he had multiple partners. No, that was not the reason. Of course, it increases your risk because essentially if you're spreading your, oh, it's, obviously you're going to plant something, but, you know, all you need is just exposure to one person. Uh, so all sorts of things, claiming that he went around infecting people, which wasn't proven, and that, all that sort of thing. It's kind of weird. The media the media frenzy around it was just insane. Uh, big news also happened this past week. Uh, Morgan Heritage announced that they're going to be coming to Zimbabwe finally. Yeah, after like I think ten times people have been saying Morgan Heritage are coming to Zimbabwe. We're beginning to believe, like, oh gosh, these guys are not going to come, you know, they're just like... And they're not giving anything for us to smile about. <laughs> anyway, so they're coming to Zimbabwe. Mojo Morgan was in Zimbabwe this past week, and he confirmed that he and the rest of his siblings will be coming to perform in December. The date has not been announced yet, but yeah, this should be a big show. Then, uh, it's also happening this week, Zimmer nominees were announced. And not much talk about them. We don't know when the Zimmers are, but apparently they're sometime early next year. Uh, my, my guess is that it's going to be like before the, what do you call those things? Before the, um, what do you call it? The, the Namas, yeah. So we'll see what happens. It is what it is. Then, uh, oh, the big, big one was, uh, you know, when they nominated Bob Marley, or not nominated, the Life Achievement Award will be given to Bob Marley. Yeah. I don't know why. It's going to posthumously die in 1981. 
but we gave him an award in 2005. 15. Oh, gosh, what did I just do there? So, I don't know, it's weird. Why? Why? You know. Oh, stupid. Anyway, uh, second last thing, Anne Kansiyima was in uh, Zimbabwe this past week. And she's freaking funny. Oh, my God, that woman is funny. It's incredibly funny. She was the, yeah, Katilda was, is her art director or something like that. And she's funny as, as hell, too. So, yeah. Then, finally, scientists have told us that men eat more in the company of women. So, essentially, we're like freaking peacocks. So, it's just like, yeah. So, I don't know. So, if that's got anything to do with, like, when you get married, then you suddenly get fat and portly. I don't know. They didn't say that. But, essentially, they have evidence that men will eat more significantly when they have women in company than they do when they have other guys in company. It's apparently a, it's a showing off thing. No? I don't know, it's weird. It is the 99th episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry. Yes! Woohoo! Okay, anyway, can't woohoo about this stuff. Uh, last week, a Friday, was one of those weird days, surreal days. It was like, yeah, oh God, you know. Uh, you know, uh, you, you just can't put your head around it when, when, when you have a bunch of guys uh, going around and just shooting people and exploding stuff and all that stuff in in urbane uh, Paris, and it's just like it's one of those things that you can't wrap your head around. And um, John Oliver, in his rant this past week uh, on tonight this week said uh, a bunch of assholes who are trained by assholes and doing asshole-y stuff. (laughs) Sorry for that. (sighs) You can't really think of it. It's it's one of those things that, you you know, it's like it's it's supposed to be an episode of 24, you know. So that's weird. This stuff is supposed to exist in fiction and... And all of a sudden, a couple of kids who went out again and watch a rock band, uh, age of them are dead. And, and for what? Because of egos and for wars that they have no say or whatever it is in. You know what I mean? They, they're not even part of the conversation. You know, when François Hollande decides to go and bomb people in another country, they, they were not asked if they they say if if they agreed with that or not, you know. François Hollande went and did that in their name and said, "We are France. We do this." And you know, it's it's one of those. It's just it's just mind boggling because this is a man made problem. Um, when. When the West decided to be obsessed with regime change in in Syria, and totally messed that country up, and created a power vacuum in areas of it, like they did in Iraq, you know, this is what they created. And you know, right now the U.S. has just decided to pause, you know, accepting immigrants from Syria. And those people who are Syrians are running away from the monsters that they created. So you you're trying to make sense of of how strange all of this is. And then, meanwhile, uh, you know we're all having this big hurrah about what happened in France. 
24 hours before that, Lebanon had been attacked by ISIS. And this was the first, the sorry, the worst attack in Lebanon, in Beirut, in over 25 years. 43 people were killed, pretty much the same style. But no one really talked about it because while, while the stuff that happened in France is horrible, it's seen as an anomaly. But when we look at the stuff that's happening in brown countries, just this week, Boko Haram uh, killed people. Two bombs went off in Nigeria. And there isn't the war-to-war blanket coverage, whether it's international media or African media, you know, blanket coverage of of how horrible this is, wow, how this is an attack on a way of life and all that other stuff. It's just, yeah, it happened. And then we'll talk about, we'll talk about, you know, some monkey playing with it, with a, with a parrot or something. I don't know. It's because brown countries and, and the narrative of the world don't matter. It was, you know, 200,000 people have died in four and a half years in Syria. They had a way of life too. And no one's sitting there and saying, oh no, the Syrians', Syrians way of life has been destroyed. It's as if it should happen in countries like Syria because they're not as romantic. They, they don't have a romantic history and they don't give you baguettes and wine and don't drink coffee on sidewalks in as far as the narrative is concerned. They probably have some cool shit, but yeah. And then you ask yourself, do, do we do we have the same value for human beings in one area? Do all lives matter? The sad thing is they don't. You know why? Because if a terrorist comes and kills people in a brown country, Facebook isn't going to give you an option to 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 put the flag of that country. You know, you're not going to give you that option. It's not going to happen because brown people don't matter. It is the third and final segment of the Quiddicast. The name is Larry. And now I want to talk about, in the relationship segment, we're going to talk about Lobola. Yeah. Um, you know, in some cultures, um, a man can demand his uh, Lobola in full payment, so for back if. Uh, there's something unsatisfactory about the wife and so I asked people if this was something that's acceptable is it right is it wrong whatever it is and this is what they had to say hi Larry I don't believe that Lobola money should be refunded I think um, if there's a divorce then like everything else you forfeit your deposit or you forfeit the money you spent the money you paid um, it will cover all the years she spent with you and all the time she put up with you etc etc I don't think it's good to ask for your Lobola back if your union couldn't work. Because the thing is that uh, this bribe price or Lobola that people pay in our um, in our culture is just uh, showing respect to your in-laws like that. This is why it's a man who shows respect to the uh, partner or the wife the uh, side so there's no need really because if it can't work between you and your wife 
your relationship with in-laws sometimes it's still it, it will still go on because sometimes there's kids or whatever you know so there's no need unless if maybe you just marry someone today and then they, they cheat the same month and you think of breaking up then that's a different issue but if you stay with someone for five years ten years then forget about this bride price is gone it's just a different thing and it's um this topic of lobola is very controversial because for me my thoughts in a modern day society is i think it sends the wrong kind of message because for my example right is if i go into the shop i buy something and it doesn't perform the way i want it to perform I get my money back. But now when it's with a person, do the same rules still apply? It's a tricky topic, and I think Lobola in our culture, it's outdated. It sends the wrong message. So, yeah, the divorce may be messy. You may feel that you want, you want your money back, but how practical is that? How can you now go get your cattle back? It's impractical. Everything about it is just flawed. I don't like the idea of it, and it sets the wrong, it gives the wrong impression, you know, if I pay for something, then it's mine. And therefore, you now treat your wife like an object. It's a messed up idea in my head. Anyway, that's just my opinion. I don't think my husband should demand Lobola back if he gets me cheating. Because apparently there's tradition. But I, for one, am against this notion of Lobola. Why? It's because it objectifies and subjects us women. Even if I'm making up a proper argument, an intellectual argument, or something which is sustainable and viable, just because of this lobola, a man can just silence you just because he, he married me. So I would rather have that lobola be abolished so that it's a 50-50 win in a relationship. Nobody has to be told you up and go because I paid lobola for you. So... Man, if you caught your wife cheating, there are better ways of making a pay rather than demanding your money back. By demanding your money back doesn't mean you have solved it. Rather, it has just proven that probably you're not man enough. What's the reason why she cheated on you? Step up, man. So, I'll say no to the Yeah, so there's a few of the voice notes that came through. And then on the Facebook, uh, Pashi said not all of it. Uh, maybe we can work out in a percentage depending on how long they've been together. Uh, Mandy says it's good to demand Lobola back after the woman cheats because the same woman after divorce will pretend to be good when Aurora, uh, a footage, will cheat again and, you know, and the, the, the parents just keep gaining uh, wealth. At least if they're, to, they're told to pay, pay back next time, they refuse Kutora Lobola. Once someone cheats, it's hard to see Then Thailand finally says, I think it's unethical in a way, but in Debele there is a saying that says Lizzie Lizabega Amatambo, meaning if they meet and keep the bones. Uh, this may be seen as the as a warning that if someone uh, something happens, the cows might be demanded. But I haven't really seen it happen. I think it's not right to claim Lola back because in a raw sense it's like buying a car, using it and then when it breaks down, you go back to the seller and claim your refunds. This this is when we rudely say so those are a few opinions. Uh, in my opinion, it's it's complicated because I mean, if you don't accept 
terms and conditions of a certain tradition. So, for example, if you go in and you say, oh, I'm going to accept what the Ndawo people do and, and uh, you know, that's what my culture is. Uh, even though culture is dynamic, you, you know, I think right at the beginning, everybody should be made aware of what may or may not happen. It's not all cultures that say uh, the, the pay- repayment should take place, but, you know, some cultures have that. So, I mean, have the conversation right at the beginning, you know. It, it's, it's a form of reparation. And, uh, I, hate, I hate the idea in principle because it implies uh, that there is a token. I mean, it's, not, it's no longer a token uh, that is given to the family. But having said that, the way that Lobola is being treated right now, it's being treated as a business. And people are looking at when they have children, they're thinking, oh, gosh, we're going to make that money if I have a female child, as opposed to having a male child, which I'm or whatever it is. So ultimately, it's just down to the families. And right at the beginning, everything should be clear and so that there are no nasty surprises and all that sort of thing. And it's, it's, culture is weird. It's what people believe. It's, it's like religion. People believe, like actually believe that stuff. So I never really like to mess around people's belief systems because they stab you. I'll laugh at them. Don't get me wrong. Um, but ultimately, it's up to them. Yeah. Do I think it should be done personally? I, I wouldn't like to get to that space. You know what I mean? It's, divorce is going to be acrimonious and that sort of thing. But, you know. They say when you when you're I, the, the thing I found weird was someone saying that uh, she stayed with you and she tolerated you. This, this is like so weird. Who said I didn't tolerate her? You know, it's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining me on this week's Credit Card. Uh, next week is the big one hundred. To take part, um, get in touch with me info at com or on my Twitter at queryrai. I will be giving out banners. Uh, oh, I'll be sending out images of banner, and I would like you to put it on your socials, on your social networks, and then tag me. Uh, the, it's a, a banner that's written Criticast 100, so I would like you guys to just get that message out. And I'll be tweeting a lot in the run-up to it. And other than that, catch me on ZFM Stereo on every Friday between 6.30 and 7 p.m. on a show called The Switch. And then also catch me on uh, th- Tuesday, um, a show called uh, Tuesday Night Football when I'll be talking about football. Other than that, take care of yourself and the people that you love. My name is Bin Larry Quirirai. Yes, I never really say my name in full, do I? And what I leave you with is that, you know, culture is some stuff that happened at some point and someone who had the, enough power to make it a law made it a law and nobody argued. It doesn't mean it is right. It's been Larry. It's been the Quiddicos. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?